Good evening, everybody. Today is Thursday, July 1st, and welcome to the Thinkers Uncensored podcast. Um, I have some interesting information that I have to share with you today regarding the safety of the COVID-19 vaccine in pregnant women. So recently, there was a study that was published by the National Library of Medicine entitled Preliminary Findings of mRNA COVID-19 Vaccine Safety in Pregnant Persons. So the abstract starts out and states that many pregnant women were recipients of the novel experimental mRNA brand new type of vaccine, um, but data has been limited on safety during pregnancy. We don't have this data. So they did some methodology taking reports from December 14th, 2020 until February 28th, 2021, so two months, and this data was acquired from the V-Safe After Vaccination Health Checker Self-Surveillance System. So this is all, this is not a clinical, double-blind, placebo-controlled type of study. This is just based on self-reported information. So I think that that is important to know. And it's also important to know that this is also based on information from VAERS, which is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. And this is what they're using to characterize the initial safety of the mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. So if you are pregnant and you are considering testing out these vaccines, you need to know that their data is based on self-reported information. That's the first thing that you need to be aware of. During the study, there were 35,691 V-SAFE participants. So remember, the V-SAFE is the vaccine health checker. And 35,691 self-identified as pregnant. So when they're filling out the form, they're like, are you pregnant? Check. Um, They said injection site pain was reported more frequently among pregnant persons than among non-pregnant women, whereas headache, myalgia, chills, and fever were reported less frequently. Um, So I'm going to read through the basic study, but then we're going to get to the how to lie with statistics part that is quite interesting and extremely alarming. Um, So stay tuned. I'm going to get through some of the dry stuff first so you know what we're working with um, so that we have full disclosure and start with their PubMed published article. Okay, so we had 35,690 women who filled out on this app that said they were pregnant. Among that number, 3,958 enrolled in the V-Safe Pregnancy Registry. So we're already taking an entire zero almost off of that 35,000. So we have 3,958 participants in the V-Safe Pregnancy Registry. Of that, during that, so we got about 3,100 women who are still pregnant. By the time this study was completed, 827 had a completed pregnancy. So... We are really working with the number 827, okay, because that's the only number that that we have to show that women were actually able to complete a pregnancy from start to finish or from start to an unfortunate, untimely demise for the fetus. So of that 827, 
115 resulted in a pregnancy loss. So out of 827 who re completed a pregnancy, and this is alarming, and this is alarming without even adding in the actual statistic that I'm going to get to, 14% um, of women who completed a pregnancy, and completion is either a live birth or the death of your fetus or baby, 14% died, 86.1 resulted in a live birth. And they put that in a very small number, mostly among participants with vaccination in the third trimester. That's the key that you need to understand. That is the key to all of this. The majority of the babies of that 827 the majority of the babies, the mothers who received the vaccination during the third trimester survived. Four out of five who received the vaccination during the first or second trimester had a spontaneous abortion. That is huge. And they even say in small little print, so if you do not know how to read research articles, you will gloss over this. So again, 3,958 participants enrolled in the V-Safe Pregnancy Registry. 827 had a completed pregnancy of which 115, 13.9% resulted in a pregnancy loss and 712 resulted in a live birth, mostly among participants with vaccination in the third trimester. Okay, so that's good. Um, but we had that 115 that were lost in the first trimester. So we need to focus on what percentage of first and second trimester babies received the vaccine in utero, right, through the mom. And this also correlates with that leaked Pfizer study that showed that these spike proteins don't stay in your arm, right? They migrate to the bone marrow. They migrate to the liver. They migrate to the ovaries. So this is very, very concerning. Um, and it says, you can read through this study on here, but the last sentence in the abstract says, among 221 pregnancy-related adverse events reported to VAERS, the most frequently reported event was spontaneous abortion. That's really, really sad. And this is completely preventable. This is completely preventable. It's a 99.9% .9 survival rate. There's a 0.01% chance of dying from COVID, even almost statistically zero for babies and children. And we have already, before they even lie with their statistics, a 14%, 13.9, almost 14% death rate in utero. But that's just their study. Now let's, it gets worse, you guys. It gets a lot worse. So I'm going to go through and read this. Um, Natural News came out with an article that was saying depopulation alert. Shocking new study reveals COVID vaccine 
quote, terminates four out of five pregnancies via spontaneous abortions. Study's own authors reportedly obfuscating truth about disturbing findings. So it's looking like they're not being completely true and accurate with the representation of their data. And I'll tell you how they did that because I had to go through and read it. The first time I read the study, I was like, 14%, that's huge. Um, but I didn't realize like how huge it is because they didn't tell you what percentage of that 14 overall total percent was occurring during the first and second trimester. It's 82%. 82% of all mothers in this study according to their research, lost their baby in the first and second trimester after taking this experimental vaccine, according to their research. So it says, quote, a shocking new study published in the New England Journal of Medicine reveals that when pregnant women are given COVID vaccinations during their first or second trimesters, they suffer an 82% spontaneous abortion rate killing four out of five unborn babies. So pulling this up, 700 of the 827 women were vaccinated in the third trimester. So when they pull that number and they say 115 babies died, right? That 115, they took out of the total 827. They didn't break it down by trimester. So if you go to table four from that original study, and again, the study is called Preliminary Findings of mRNA COVID-19 Vaccine Safety in Pregnant Persons. And this is a PubMed. You can look it up. Table four from that study reveals that there were a total of 827 pregnant women that were actually pulled and studied based off of this data. Out of the 827 women, 700 received their first vaccine in their third trimester of pregnancy. Okay, so that leaves us with 127 women who received a vaccine during their first or second trimester. And they have this in really, really small print. So it's very, very difficult to see. And you guys have to forgive my voice as I'm talking through here. I'm getting a little bit over a scratchy throat. But I had to come out with this information because this is just absolutely huge. I read it and I read it so many times I I couldn't believe it. Um, So out of the 127 women who got these vaccines during their first or second trimester, according to the research, there were 104 spontaneous abortions. Um, A spontaneous abortion is defined as the loss of your baby before the 20-week mark. Um, so these are defined as spontaneous abortions and it says less than 20 weeks in the table four on that study. So we have 104 spontaneous abortions and we have 127 women who received the vaccine during the first or second trimester. So I'm going to say that again, 104 deaths, fetal deaths, out of 127 women in their first and second trimester. Are you kidding me? Do you not realize how huge this is? I'm looking at this table 
right now. I had to look at this like this has got to be wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. But here's what they did. They did the number to get to that 14%, 104 out of 827. So they included the entire pregnancies, including first, second, and third trimesters, when 700 of these 827 women were vaccinated during their third trimester. They included those babies as well, but they didn't include stillbirth. They have a separate category for stillbirth. So you have to take this and parse the information out yourself because if you don't know how to read this, you're going to miss it. Less than 20 weeks is considered a spontaneous abortion. There were 127 women who received the vaccine during their first or second trimester. There were 104 spontaneous abortions. 104 babies died out of 127 women who were vaccinated in their first and second trimesters. This is just, this just makes me so livid. And the fact that the authors have the nerve of this study, and if you can buy a politician, you can buy a doctor, right? This is called lying with statistics. If you pick this up and you parse through this and read this, they will sit here and tell you, even though to their own paper they admit that 13.9% resulted in loss. That's huge, okay? It says on the article, preliminary findings did not show obvious safety signals among pregnant persons who received mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. Really? Really? That doesn't show that to you? 104 spontaneous abortions out of 127 women in the first two trimesters is not an obvious safety signal to you? Well, no, it's not obvious if you count the entire cohort, but they're not breaking it down even smaller. But they do finish. However, more longitudinal follow-up, including follow-up of large numbers of women vaccinated earlier in pregnancy, is necessary to inform maternal pregnancy and infant outcomes. So they kind of admit it a little bit there. Including follow-up of large numbers of women vaccinated earlier in pregnancy. So somebody had a tiny little glimmer of a conscience and was like, hey, uh, you know, all those women who are vaccinated earlier in pregnancy, yeah, we're going to need more follow-up on that. And we're going to have to get some more information on that to inform maternal pregnancy and infant outcomes. You mean to tell me that these data and statisticians could not pull this information out? They knew this. This is bad. They knew this. That is why they added that little sentence in the conclusion. But for them to say, did not show an obvious safety signal, Guys, I don't know what world we're living in anymore. I really don't. I feel like we're living in this upside down world. Down is up. Up is down. There is no regard for life anymore. Nothing is precious. Nothing is sacred. This is just, this is awful. This is horrible. This is horrible. Okay. 104 abortions, spontaneous abortions out of 127 women is four out of five. Um, that's an 82% rate of spontaneous abortions after receiving this vaccine. Uh, and you do need to understand that the death of unborn babies during the third trimester is not a spontaneous abortion, okay? 
the 104 spontaneous abortions is not the same thing as a fetal death after 20 weeks. A fetal death after 20 weeks is called a stillbirth. So the spontaneous abortions, just due to the definition that they, by the way, in table four, define as less than 20 weeks, death of a fetus less than 20 weeks old. They define this in table four. In the study, they dishonestly used the denominator of 827 in their spontaneous abortions. Because if a spontaneous abortion is less than 20 weeks, and there were only 127 women who were vaccinated less than 20 weeks, why are they using the number 827 and including the third trimester women? Do you see what's happening here? Is this like an oops? Like I would love to see this entire entire panel of researchers explain this. I would love to hear why they did that. Because what's interesting is if you took the stillbirth ratio on here, they did that out of 725 for some reason. Um, It says a total of 700 participants received their first eligible dose in the third trimester. So 84.6 received their first dose in the third trimester. Data on neonatal outcomes are based on 724 live-born infants, including 12 sets of multiples. Okay, so that's where they're getting that 725. So so the spontaneous abortion, again, they included the third trimester, even though spontaneous abortion can't occur in the third trimester. So that does bring us back down to the 104 out of 127 women in their first and second trimesters. This is... (laughs) I, I keep reading this and I keep seeing it over and over and I just don't believe my eyes. Um, gosh, this is horrible. So so again, it's impossible for a woman who is vaccinated for the first time during her third trimester to have a spontaneous abortion. So we, that's, you have to understand that. That that needs to be clearly understood and read because that is the crux of this entire thing. Um, and there goes that Gates How to Lie with Statistics book because this is a very... Um, very sneaky way to make it appear that the uh, the vaccines are safe for pregnant women. But really, it's according to this data, and this is the self-reported data, right? So who knows? Again, there are no double-blind, placebo-controlled studies. But according to this, why would parents just make up that their babies are dying? I don't think that they would. Um, it appears, based on this study, that four out of five unborn babies before 20 weeks of gestation are being spontaneously, accidentally aborted. So the article goes on and gives an analysis to make it a little bit easier for people to understand. So I'm going to read that for you a little bit. And it says, quote, apples and oranges, lemons and limes. A simple way to explain this with a metaphor is to imagine a bag of 50 lemons and 50 limes with a science study asking questions, okay? What percentage of the lemons are yellow? And then they count all the yellow fruit and they're like 50. Then they mistakenly divide 50 into 100 because there are 100 total pieces of fruit. And then they declare 50% of the lemons are yellow because it's 50 out of 100. Do you guys get that? Right? I'm going to say it again. Okay. You have 50 limes, 50 lemons, 50 yellows, 50 greens. What percentage of the lemons are yellow? 
right? The scientists count all the yellow fruit and they're like 50. Then they divide 50 into 100 because there's 100 pieces of fruit and they declare that 50% of the lemons are yellow. 50% of the lemons aren't yellow. 50% of the entire fruit is yellow, right? Because it's 50 out of 100. But the other 50 pieces of fruit can't possibly be included because they're limes, not lemons. So the correct math is 50-50, which means 100% of the lemons are the color yellow. That is the correct answer. 50% of the lemons aren't yellow. All the lemons are yellow, right? So in this paper, they're using 827 as the denominator, even when 700 out of those 827 women were only vaccinated in the third trimester, which is long past the time window during which a spontaneous abortion can occur. And since women aren't time travelers, they can't go back in time and report a spontaneous abortion from months earlier. Do you see what's happening here? So if vaccine scientists either can't do this basic math or are willfully deceiving the world with dishonest obfuscation of the numbers, then science has already failed its core promise to offer evidence-based conclusions to understand the world around us. Yet when four out of five pregnant women lose their babies in the first 20 weeks, these scientists falsely claim the spontaneous abortion rate is only 12.6%. Why? Because they're clearly covering up the atrocities of the vaccine for political reasons, most likely. The article continues and it says, in fact, the key author of the study, Tom Shimabukuro is also named in numerous other studies that claim to document adverse reactions in various vaccines, ranging from rotavirus vaccines to the H1N1 vaccine from 2009. It raises the obvious question, did Shimabukuro make the same error in other studies that concluded vaccines posed no significant risk of adverse events? For example, here's another study he co-authored. Adverse events after flu zone intradermal vaccine reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting reporting System 2011 to 2013. The study concluded reviews of VAERS reports did not identify any new or unexpected safety concerns after TIVID. But is that conclusion based on bad math, like the study on COVID vaccines given to pregnant women? We call for a review of all of his methods and conclusions. Perhaps the same study architect has made the same systematic error or possibly a deliberate obfuscation for many years spanning many previous studies. It wouldn't be the first time one author was found to have made systematic mistakes across dozens of papers and forced to retract them. And isn't that what the scientific method demands? Peer review, double-checking the math, admitting to mistakes and conclusions. This is how science progresses. By pointing out errors and demanding that they be addressed and corrected, we can't just accept bad math and call it science when the bad math doesn't check out. So, unquote, in the meantime, we've got uh, 82% of women losing their babies after taking the COVID-19 vaccine during the first and second trimester. According to this research, um, and there were different biodistribution studies that were done. And I talked about that fi- the study that was leaked from Pfizer and the Japanese study. 
um, that showed that these COVID vaccine spike proteins do attach to other areas of the body. They don't stay in the arm. They attach to, like I said earlier, the liver, the bone marrow, and they attached more than anywhere in the entire body to the ovaries. Are these engineered bioweapons? It seems to be made in the Wuhan lab. We've talked about that before. Uh, we funded this. Did your taxpayer dollars fund this? Um, this is this is concerning. Um, and again, this is why mamas, mothers, especially fathers, for the love of God, start standing up. Let's start using some discernment here, okay? Um, do you guys all remember a couple of years ago when Deagle predicted that big decrease in population by 2025? And that's coincidentally when their SPARS pandemic is supposed to come out. Do you guys remember... Remember the uh, Deagle population prediction? Can you imagine if doctors start mandating that these vaccines are taken during the first trimester or second trimester, right? Or they're starting to suggest that and uh, your workplace, you're pregnant, but you're, you're going to lose your job if you don't take it. Um, can you imagine being part of that 82%? The number, the sheer number of unborn babies that are not going to have a chance at life because it is literally being robbed in the name of politics. Um, this is this is not good, guys. This is not good at all. So um, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. I would really like everybody to take a look at that. Take a look at that study. And again, the name of it is Preliminary Findings of MRNA COVID-19 Vaccine Safety in Pregnant Persons. And the first person list is Tom Shimabukuro. Take a look at that. Pull it up. Pull up Table 4. And when you're looking at Table 4, look at the numbers. Spontaneous abortion. And it defines it less than 20 weeks. 104 spontaneous abortions. Okay. And then you need to finish reading the rest of it when you look at the little fine print. And it says 700 participants received their first eligible dose in the third trimester. Okay? That means there's only, again, 127 women who received it during the first and second trimester. I'm going to end with this. Out of the 127 women who received the COVID-19 vaccine during their first or second trimester, according to the data from the study entitled Preliminary Findings of MRNA COVID-19 Vaccine Safety in Pregnant Persons, there were 104 spontaneous abortions. 104 babies died before the 20-week mark out of 127 women. 82% of babies during this research, I don't want to say study because this wasn't a study, this was self-reporting meta-analysis or analysis. During this research analysis of the self-reported data, four out of five babies whose moms were vaccinated before 20 weeks of pregnant were spontaneously aborted. If you don't have a problem with this I don't know where your soul is. 
If you don't look at this and if this doesn't just make your heart cry and if this doesn't wake something up inside of you, I do not know what else will help you. I worry for our future as a nation. Where have we gone? We have fallen so far. 82% of babies. There are no longitudinal research studies on the outcome. We don't know the long-term effects. And if you pull up any vaccine insert, and if you look at section 13.1, pull up any vaccine insert and look up section 13.1, It will tell you in very small print has not been tested for carcinogenity, mutagenity, or fertility impairment. They tell you there's no evidence that it is hurting pregnant women. There's no evidence because they aren't studying it. They are lying to you with statistics. And the one little analysis that we have via this study is fraudulent. The data is fraudulent. And we've caught them. Now what's going to happen? What are we as a people going to say to these scientists? Are we going to say great job? Are we going to say trust the experts? Read it yourself. Don't take my word for it. Read it. Pull that study up. Pull up table four. And then pull out an insert. Go online and look up flu vaccine insert. And then scroll down to the PDF of the insert and go to section 13.1. See for yourself. Don't take my word for any of this. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you what to think. Telling you to research. I'm telling you, I'm pointing you in the right direction and telling you, Go here, read this, look at this, use your discernment. I cannot believe in the age of information when we should know now more than anything else, we can't do simple math and simple statistics. Or maybe we can, maybe they know what they're doing, right? Maybe they're doing it on purpose. And if that's the case, we have an even bigger problem. Why do you think that vaccines aren't tested on pregnant women? There's clearly pregnant women that are that are happy to do it. There's clearly hundreds of pregnant women who are happy to be vaccinated while they're pregnant. Why wouldn't they happen to also enroll them in a clinical double-blind placebo-controlled study? They could have done that. Why are they not doing that? Ask yourself that. Well, are they going to say, oh, it's unethical? The people are getting it anyway. You know why. You know why. Wake up. Do your research. Pull this information out. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to read this research. If you have a friend who is pregnant in the first and second trimester, beg them to read this research for themselves and show them the data so they can understand. You may save their child's life. And I mean that quite literally 
because we are looking at, based on this data, of an 82% rate of spontaneous abortion in the first and second trimester. It's a lot to digest today, guys. Um, Just do your homework, guys. Um, Pray. Pray for our country. Pray for our world. Pray for our nation. There's a lot of very evil agendas at play right now. And and we really need each other more than anything. All right. I love you guys.